0: Rivers all over the world have the same problem. Fish can't swim up them because of dams. Fisheries biologists want to see if they can leave dams in place but allow certain fish to pass. But it's complicated and the idea has created controversy in Traverse City. That's coming up on Points North from Interlochen Public Radio, where we hear about life in northern Michigan through the news, the people, and the places. I'm Noelle Riley. Across the globe, dams hurt native fish by blocking their access to rivers. But dams also block invasive species. A first-of-its-kind barrier designed to sort fish is being installed on the Boardman River in downtown Traverse City. If it's successful, it could be a model for rivers all over the world. Interlochen Public Radio's Kay LaFond has more.
1: Frank Deturi stands on the Union Street Dam in downtown Traverse City, Michigan. He's the director of public works for the city, and he says they didn't always know what they were going to do with the aging structure.
0: Water's seeping, weeping through it in places. It needs to be replaced.
1: Union Street Dam is the last remaining dam on the Boardman River. Three others have been removed as part of Michigan's largest ever river reconnection project local governments, state and federal agencies, and the Grand Traverse Band of Ottawa and Chippewa Indians teamed up to take dams out so native fish could swim freely up and down. But the Union Street Dam can't just be removed. It's blocking native fish, sure, but it's also the only thing separating the boardmen from invasive fish downstream in Lake Michigan.
0: We, we kept looking for ways to to modify or understand how this could be modified to to allow moving the fish up and downstream while keeping out the fish we didn't you know,
1: want. One of those fish is the dreaded sea lamprey. It's actually more like an eel than a fish. Lampreys latch on to other fish and suck their blood. Native to the Atlantic Ocean, they're devastating to the fish of the Great Lakes, who often die from sea lamprey injuries. Mark Gayden is with the Great Lakes Fishery Commission, the international group in charge of controlling sea lampreys. He says figuring out how to let some fish access rivers while blocking others is the biggest fisheries management challenge of our time.
0: And that applies uh, not just in the Great Lakes, but it also applies to big river systems like the Columbia River or the Mekong River uh, or the Amazon or any other river system where uh, you have uh, big structures that are inhibiting fish movement.
1: In fact, the Great Lakes Fishery Commission was looking for a place to test fish sorting technology, just about the time Traverse City and its partners were looking for a solution for the last dam on the Boardman. And that's how the Fish Pass Project came to be. It's a new barrier to replace the Union Street Dam, and downstream of that barrier will be a 30-foot-wide concrete research channel. And there, for the next 10 years, scientists will test ways to let some fish through the channel while holding others back. To be clear, the upstream barrier will be closed completely during this 10-year time period, so a failed experiment won't accidentally send harmful fish up the river. But the barrier can eventually be opened if a solution is found. The technologies will be tested alone and in combination, and range from the advanced, like using facial recognition on the fish, to the more simple, like using lights or changing the speed of the water in the channel. Dan Zelinsky, an engineer with the Great Lakes Fishery Commission, says a lot of this stuff has been tried in the lab, but it's important to test it on an actual river. So this is really the first opportunity where we can look at combining all these technologies that have been uh, under research over the last 50 years by the Great Lakes Fishery Commission and, you know, a- over 100 years of, of research on just fish passage in general. Zelinsky says technology that can pass even a small number of fish while blocking others will be considered a success and useful throughout the Great Lakes Basin. You know, if if you're only passing, you know, say 10% of the native fish at, at this site, but you're able to pass 10% of native fish at all those tributaries where you had zero, you know, that's a, a pretty monumental improvement. Some Traverse City residents have concerns. Perhaps one of their largest is not the Fish Pass project itself, but which fish will eventually be allowed to pass. That decision rests with the Michigan Department of Natural Resources and the Grand Traverse Band of Ottawa and Chippewa. Now, nobody's going to start passing sea lamprey, but there's a big question mark over some introduced sport fishing species.
0: I've been fishing steelhead for 51 years. I I know something about it. I do not want them in the Boardman
1: River. That's Gary Merrick of the Brook Trout Coalition. His organization is against passing any fish that could compete with the Boardman's resident brook trout population, like introduced salmon or steelhead. The tribe has said no, They want passage for native species only. The DNR says they'll make a decision after the testing phase. Well, I think our biggest concern is that their decision has already been made, and it's just being held for implementation until the research is done. And that's Tom White, also of the Brook Trout Coalition. He and others are worried the DNR is just biding its time. The DNR, for its part, maintains that it will wait until after the research is done and discuss the decision with affected parties. Frank DeTuri, Traverse City's Director of Public Works, is excited about Fish Pass. But he's got a positive spin even on its opponents. I
0: think people just really care about it. And that's shown in in the folks that show up. Whether they're pro or con, they care about the river. And that right there is
1: an amazing thing. For Points North, I'm Kay LaFond. People in Traverse
0: City have been arguing about Fish Pass for years. Construction on the new dam could begin this summer, but critics are hoping to put the brakes on it. An environmental impact statement would do just that, and the process takes at least a year. Local attorney Grant Parsons says it needs to happen. They're going to radically move water and sediment, and we don't know what's in it or where it's going. He wants answers about how the construction of the dam could hurt the Boardman River. I started out just wanting understanding of it, and the deeper I got into it, the more opposed I got. So what I discovered is we aren't getting answers, and I started attending more meetings, more public events, and the last one was about a week ago, uh, sponsored by the DDA, the governmental center. They weren't able to say what is inside the process, what what is the mechanism. How are they going to make Fish Pass work? And then they had no environmental assessment. Now, an environmental assessment has been done. It just hasn't been released to the public yet. That should happen later this month, says the Army Corps of Engineers. Then the Corps will decide if a full impact study is needed. If that happens, Fish Pass is probably two years away on the Boardman River. That's the show this week. I'm Noelle Riley. Peter Payette helped me produce the show. Tune in to Points North every Friday on Interlock and Public Radio or listen online at pointsnorthradio.org. You can also subscribe to the show on iTunes. And while you're at it, take a moment to leave us a review. That helps us reach even more listeners. Thanks.